Most Americans either overwork or over-recreate. But how do we rest as unto the Lord? Welcome to a new season of Consider It, where we consider questions regarding life, theology, and the church. Consider It is a ministry of Redemption Bible Church in New Braunfels, Texas. Do you have questions regarding life, theology, and the church? If so, text the word redemption and your question to 830-299-7505, and we will consider your question. To learn more about redemption, you can visit redemption.bible. I'm Michael Hawkins. And I'm Blair Cushman. Let's consider it. Welcome back to Consider It as we consider another one of your questions. I have heard Pastor Blair is going on sabbatical, but I'm unfamiliar with the concept. Can you explain to me what that means? Yes. (laughs) Yes, we can. It is true. I, I am about to disconnect and go on sabbatical for a season this summer and uh, very grateful to do so with uh, uh with my family and um and and all that so you have heard correctly that's right and the rumors uh, are true <laughs> yeah the rumors are and uh, we've been talking about that here in our church you know for a long time now it seems like as we've first uh rolled it out many many months ago and made the announcement and talked about what that was going to look like and made plans and things um and uh, and and honestly, it's been in the works since we first launched Redemption. And right. Yeah, I was just talking to somebody, and they were sharing that. Yeah. Oh, I remember talking about this like in the core group days, that mm-hmm. you know, at, at some point, five to seven years, that this would be planned and yeah, and put into practice. And so I think it's it's great that it's been discussed for so long. And here we are, which is also kind of That's crazy wild. just in yeah. the life of our church seems like you know not that long ago we were in that core group phase and just praying our hearts out and watching the lord build this church and uh laying that foundation and and now here we are in the seventh year of uh, planting and then in uh, in our ministry and so what we had said back then in those kind of founding documents as elders having a a sabbath rest every seventh year um trying to follow that biblical pattern of sabbathing um and now here we are (laughs) which is which is uh, it's just pretty wild you know and so so we've been uh, talking about it you know along the way and and uh, now the the uh the the season has come and so here we are and uh um and so yeah be happy to kind of explain what that looks like and and why why is this a precedent and why is it uh you know, something that we think is uh, necessary and good to, do, you know, to do for those who are in ministry. But but really, if we just kind of dial back, I think, you know, the, the concept, as I just kind of alluded to, is really born out of, uh, you know, you know, the creation mandate. Yeah. And uh, the, well, God uh, giving, uh, or, you know, working, let me just start over for there. My brain's a little fuzzy this morning, but God creating the world in six days and on the seventh day resting and so that's just kind of a, a paradigm, a pattern that the Lord established. And then you see that kind of uh, uh, just influence human flourishing all throughout human history. Yep. You know, from 
how God then commanded uh, the Israelites and those under the law to rest on the seventh day and and uh, these uh, these patterns within their agrarian society of letting fields rest and um, you know and and uh, years of jubilee and you know all the festivals as you read through this of of it just being good and right and necessary to have a season to pause. That's right. Um, you know, not to give up and and not you know do anything, but just a, a season to pause. Yeah. And uh, you know, as we come into the New Testament since Christ, obviously we're not under the law anymore of a of a you know a mandatory seventh day Sabbath. Now you know the first day of the week is the Lord's day. We give our first and best. Again, born out of just you know biblical principles of right. giving our first and best to the Lord, but. Uh, you know, this has been a, a pattern. It's not a biblical mandate. Uh, you know, you won't find a chapter and verse that all right, pastors have to take a a season of rest. Right. You know, from the from the labor of ministry, and yet um, it's it's still I think healthy rhythms that uh, um, you know that the church gives to to those who are laboring hard and full-time, you know, vocationally and, and, and you know, bivocationally or just um, non-vocationally, you know, yeah. and, uh, and, and just giving seasons of rest from the weightiness of, of ministry. Right. And I think even as we think about this rest and we've talked about this being planned from the get-go, and yet I th- a lot of times when you hear sabbatical or when you do see this practice in church, it's because a pastor has reached a point of burnout and, you know, it's like, I need a break. Yeah. And so talk to me a little bit about just the difference in where you are in that versus kind of that. Right. um, Yeah. I think think what you just uh, uh, described there is is actually probably the norm. You know, somebody's just in a, uh, in a, season of burnout maybe just because the last you know year or whatever has been really tough or they've been laboring hard for decades and never stopped and uh and so it's not necessarily just in from my perspective in those scenarios it's not really a sabbath or a sabbatical but that's more of a leave of absence right yeah they can't go any farther they can't they're they're at a place of of uh, where they need critical care Mm -hmm. You know, if you think of more like a medical example, like that is, you know, that's either a trauma type situation, emergency room situation, or, you know, a, a, they need some very specific care in that way. Yeah. And uh, that's not to, you know, speak poorly of anybody in that scenario. Like, yeah, you need to take a break. If you have not planned, <laughs> you know, you need to shut off for a minute. Yeah. You know? And, uh, in order to like you just think of electronics or our cars you know if you leave a car running for years it's gonna wear it out you know and you can put gas in and all those things as it's going or whatever you know leave it running and put gas in but eventually you know like the, the motors can't go forever they they need to take a break they need to be turned off and yeah. they need regular maintenance and checkups and all that in order to last longer. You know, right. you'll burn up the motor pretty quick by running it uh, on, you know, uh, continuously. Same with like phones and computers and all that. They are designed to be shut off, you know, to last long. Yeah. Um, and our bodies, our souls are, are no different. You know, um, we need uh, 
to take regular breaks it, it just in an ongoing way you know like we're not designed to work seven days a week and just keep going 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 we need you know regular rhythms of rest already right and then these seasons of rest as well um especially when it comes to to ministry and things and so this in, in this way of sabbaticaling like this in a planned way it is that kind of forced and uh i mean i guess force maybe is just too strong where like i'm not being you get out of here you have to to go but that uh strongly encouraged yeah, that's though, right that's right by those who love you right and uh and the uh you know the strategic stopping for um you know to to take a break break in order to continue on for the long haul yeah and uh you know so you know to kind of pick up on the medical metaphor as well you know this way is like th- these are like those, um, those extensive physicals, you know, that, that you get that, uh, draw blood and do, uh, take samples and run you through all the exercises and things of just trying to find out like, Hey, what's, what's going on, you know, in, in, in your body, but then also to just have a season of, of, of resting and of, of being in a different gear and, not a not a long vacation and just you know laying at the beach for you know weeks and weeks on end although there may be you know just time before totally you know total kind of inactivity in that way but uh you know but but i think it's good just to not to take off the pastor hat and uh, to just be a son of god uh first and uh, and then to have time, you know, in in your first priorities with your wife and kids, and uh, to not have to share them, you know, or they not have to share you for a season yeah. uh, with uh, with an entire congregation. Yeah, and I think an- another aspect to this is just there's just a, a role of humility, uh, yeah. you know, one as as you step away from a church that, you know, you and your family have just been heavily invested in, the Lord has just used you over the last, you know, five, six, seven years to be just all in, yeah. to step away and to be reminded that, like, this is the Lord's church Amen. is, I think, really helpful for y'all and important because when we do get into the grind of things, like, there is a sense of ownership sure. and just commitment, yeah. and uh, which is good. Right. And yet, to to be able to step away and to kind of release some of those pressures and things yeah. would be really helpful. Yeah, that that uh, it, while it is good that uh, the ownership there, there is all you also can be easily deceived and trapped into thinking that you possess it. Yeah. yeah. Um, and that this place revolves around you. Um, and, um, it's just, you know, that's, that, I guess that's not even just unique to like a, a, a pastoral position or lead pastor position. We, that, that, uh, that's just a trap in, in our whole life. We yeah. get that way with our kids and our job and, you know, we're, we're just stewards yeah. and as stewards, we're going to own the responsibility but we can't be possessive of it, yeah. and that's the line that we really uh, that that we that 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 we can't cross over in our own thinking and in our own doing, and to um, you know we're we're gonna 
we're going to steward the responsibility well while it's in our hands, but 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 we can't just like clutch it at all costs, you know. Mm-hmm. And that if this ship goes down, I'm going down with it. Kind of yeah. like no, redemption is the Lord's. These people are Lord. He possesses the, the you know the people. This is His. He Jesus bought this church with His blood, not me. Yeah. You know. Um, that's you know I may have put some sweat and some tears into it, mm-hmm. but you know, but but only Jesus shed His blood. Uh, for this church, mm. for these people who atoned for our sin, and uh, and I'm just a, an, another part in that, mm. and so this place doesn't revolve around me, and so it's good, uh, you know, for my own heart, for my own family, and also for our church, yeah, you know, so. that can go both ways there to, um, you know, that that in a very visible way, just show like, hey, no, ministry continues. This place revolves around Jesus. Doesn't revolve around Blair. It doesn't revolve around any one person. Um, other than Christ, and that's uh, that, that's that's a good thing yeah. it, for us to keep before us all the time, not just in in uh, you know in a season of sabbatical, but to remember that yeah. hey, this place really belongs to Jesus. He causes the growth, not us. We water, we plant, we do you know yeah. we do the work, but Jesus causes the growth. That's right, and I think y'all's willingness to step away and to embrace this season of sabbatical shows your confidence in the Lord and his work in that. And so it's just encouraging. Um, we joked on Sunday, I was talking about being excited about sending you guys out. Yeah. And um, You said that a little too eagerly. That's I, right, yeah. Just to clarify, excited to see what the Lord's going to do in this season because of what you were just saying. Like, yeah. As you step out, there's going to be multiple people that are going to step in and to help fulfill those roles of you and your wife and just so many things that y'all have done and, and already seeing um, just how people are, are stepping in, thinking about the guys who are going to be filling the pulpit, right. uh, thinking about those who are stepping into other ministry opportunities. Like it's it's an equipping season. Yeah. And so even in a season of sabbatical, the Lord being his church is equipping others to step in. And so I think that's, you know, when I was talking about being excited, yeah. uh, obviously we're, we're not excited about, uh, your absence for the next three months, but, uh, to see what the Lord's doing right. and, um, just yep. the opportunities for him to continue to grow his church is just really fun. Yep. Really cool. Amen. Amen. Like any season of growth, there would probably be some growing pains, but, uh, yep. you know, for all involved us, you know, and, 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 uh, letting go of those things and being disconnected and, and also for the church, but already just so encouraged, you know, uh, by those who are already stepping up, those who, you know, leading already in high capacity. And so it's a, um, in the grand scheme of things, you know, I'm really inconsequential. Like, this is the Lord's church, and I just yeah. get to be a part of it <laughs> and love being a part of it. And can't wait to be, you know, uh, you know, back and all that. But it's just, it'll be good to have a, a season of rest and you know, I think that's just healthy for every church because if there mm-hmm. is this sense, you know, as you think of like maybe you're listening, you're like, well, I don't know that I could do that in my church. I don't know if you know, I don't know if my pastor mm-hmm. could or any one of them, you know, then 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 that should, uh, you know, should cause us to, to like to think deeply. All right. Well, then something needs to change. Yeah. You know what needs to change? Where? How can we pursue greater spiritual health or maturity in that? If, you know, if if it's you know legitimate not just kind of like fear filtering there but if like legitimately if like oh man this church would go under if the pastor left 
you know, or man, we can't wait for the pastor to leave so that way we can get some control or some authority or yeah. some things. Like, if that's the, you know, there's some, like, legitimate, like, legitimacy to those kind of attitudes or perspectives on this, then, uh, you know, then, then that should cause us to pause. Back. All right, well, we, we need to... We need to make some changes, whether in our polity or in, uh, you know, just our philosophy of ministry or um, there's there's just some work to do to get to some health. Yeah. Uh, and I think even outside of the church, um, you know, in Christian business and, and those types of things, it's a, a good check as well, just as we think about being disciple makers right. and equipping the next generation. And, you know, it's just a, a good heart check to, sure. uh, to think through that, right. not just in the church setting, but also just in your other circles of influence. Right. Well, you've used a word a couple times there that is really the missing piece. If those two uh, scenarios that I described where it's like, well, the church will fail or we get more authority and all that stuff, then then probably what is missing in, in your ministry is equipping the saints for the work of the ministry. Yep. That word equip is uh, trying to equip others to do the you know to to do ministry and where there's a truly and genuinely a plurality of leaders in in every role not just in elders but in you know all all the way down through your small groups and other ministries and things that uh, that there's a plurality of capable men and women uh already doing the work of the ministry yeah and uh when that's the piece then one you're you know living in light of ephesians 4 and you know and you have a uh, a healthy, you know, growing, vibrant, disciple-making church, no matter what size you are. That's not a size thing. Well, we can get to there when, you know, we reach, you know, 500 people or 1,000 people or whatever. It's like, well, no, that should just be like part of your church, whether you have five people in your living room or, <laughs> you know, 5,000 people in an auditorium. Uh, that, you know, equipping is pretty essential to disciple-making. Yeah. Um, especially the biblical concept of it. And, and uh, you know, and as you're even talking about in the workplace and all that, because that's maybe where this is a little, uh, even the idea of sabbatical in the, you know, from the marketplace or the mm-hmm. business world, that's like, a, like, well, why does, why does that guy get one? And I don't, you know, I've yep. been working hard in my business. <laughs> you know, I've owned this business for a long time and, and I don't get a break like this. And, you know, and, and uh, you know, it's, it's not illegitimate to, you know, to have that perspective and to think through it, but, question like well um, well one why not mm-hmm. you know to take a break even in the business world and i know that, that maybe is just impossible um but uh ministry and marketplace aren't synonymous yeah you know the church while there are business elements is not a business and the care of souls is uh is a weighty task yeah. and uh and you know a 24 7 kind of job and uh you know, and a calling there, but, uh, and so it is, it's just, it's, you know, there, there are just some differences in, uh, you know, when you're, and that's not to say that, you know, like a business and the, the demands and the decisions and the responsibility that comes, you know, in the work that somebody does in the marketplace or particularly like somebody who's a high level executive or owns their own business. It's not to say that those are, you know, just light and easy and right, everything. Yeah. Um, it's not it at all. Um, but it is just different when you're talking about a product or profit versus people mm-hmm. and souls. And, uh, you know, and you have eternity at stake, not just, you know, bank accounts and, 
things like that. And so, again, that's not unimportant. It doesn't yeah. say shirk your responsibility yeah. or don't do, but, uh, but there is just a difference uh, there that, uh, um, you know, that I think those in ministry, you know, bear that weight yeah. on top of, you know, and like in our role, on top of the business elements of the church and, and uh, trying to be fiscally responsible and right. things like that and building decisions and all that is yeah. are real. But there's a spiritual, a soul level element to it as well. Yeah. And that's one of the things I wanted to to talk about as well, because we do see glimpses of this in the rest of the world. You know, teachers with summer off, we yeah. see, you know, corporate executives taking multiple, you know, vacations. And, yeah. and there are these aspects of kind of rest and vacation. But you pointed out earlier, it's not just like a vacation where you're going right. to sit on the beach. And so how do we think differently about sabbatical versus just vacation? Vacation. Yeah. Yeah. Well, vacation typically has like one purpose, recreation. Yeah. Yeah. Going somewhere and, you know, your recreation might just simply be rest and (laughs) relaxation. Um, It may be full of fun and adventure, but that's really kind of the the goal. I'm going to get away for this week or whatever and do... Uh, you know, whatever it is to kind of recharge in this kind of uh, short amount of time or even a lengthy amount of time. Mm-hmm. But sabbaticaling, there are vacation elements to it, but that's not the only thing. At least it's how we're approaching it. And I think, you know, it's being uh, embraced in these days is there are some recreation and vacation elements to it. But, but there are also, you know, just some personal... Uh, spiritual growth elements to it and uh, and just a change of pace like part of what I'm working on is a writing project there in the first phase in the kind of the disconnect and deceleration uh, phase the first third of sabbatical and and so I just need a little bit like of output there because mm-hmm. you can't just like you know our soul or in their body isn't just like a light switch it's like all right and and all of a sudden we're off yeah. Like we we just don't operate that way. We need a, a, a longer runway, and uh, you know. So in that, I'm gonna work on it. But I also don't have like all these demands and deadlines that I have to meet. Right. I mean, I have self-imposed ones because I'm just wired that way. But I'm not being uh, uh, you know hounded by a publisher in this regard. And so doing some of that at the beginning and then the middle portion really is abiding in the Lord. And so there'll be some vacation elements there and, and uh, all this, you know, with my wife and kids and things. And then, uh, you know, and then the back end is, is uh, really the re-entry, you know, phase, the final third of sabbatical. And so, so that's where it's, it's just different in that it's very strategic and, and kind of working Mm -hmm. through some of this stuff for personal health, for, you know, ministry health. Um, and it's not just vacation to yeah. take some recreation. Yeah, there's, there just seems to be a lot of intentionality yeah. in not just the resting phase, but even praying through and planning for the future. And it really has a, a future-oriented yeah. mission. You know, you're getting the, the immediate rest and, and time with family, which is yeah. great and, and well-needed, but it's... It's not just for your health, but it's also for the the health of the church as you yeah. think through the you know the next ten years of right. you know, ministry here and those types of things. Right, 
and they need to you have to be able to stop and look around at those things you know if you're it's like a car if you're just going and going and going you you can see ahead of you and you can see to the side but you're also just looking at the road ahead of you yeah until you stop and you come to the stop sign you look around you see this round you can take it in a whole lot a lot more and uh, and that's really what this is uh let's stop and look at the road ahead and and not just keep going and going and going and going and going and going and going. So, but we're not going to just come to an abrupt stop <laughs> and crash into a wall. We're going to ease on, you know, on the brake and just come to a, yeah. you know, a nice gentle stop. So nobody's like straining in their seat belts and all that. So yeah, and then once you come to that stop, you'll enjoy the view, and then right. slowly accelerate and move right yeah. back keep into. Keep on going. That's yep. right. So. Yep. Yep. Now that we know where we're going, then so. So that's, I'd say that's really the difference there. Yeah. It's just bigger, more intentional, strategic in how the time is used, whereas vacation is really unifocused. I mean, it's just like, this is what we're here to do. Yeah. And uh, and that's just not wrong. That's good. You know, we should take vacations like that. And if you've got a vacation coming this summer, enjoy it to the glory of God. That's right. So, well, hopefully all this has answered the question i think i don't want to just make this all about me but to just kind of help people understand explain what is this concept where is it you know rooted in and what what, what does it all mean and and so certainly this isn't all that there uh, is to be said about sabbaticals and people approach it differently but um it's kind of how we're you know working on it here and yeah. look forward to uh, you know the day our other pastors as they hit that uh that seven-year milestone be able to experience this as well and and, uh, you know, I think it's just good, even just within the church and others that are serving and leading at a high capacity, you know, to have these uh, these breaks uh, that are just kind of built in and, uh, you know, for their own health and not, you know, where we're not just burning out our leaders and and, uh, and, and those, you know, those are serving hard in, in ministry. And so I think it's really just a good, uh, a good you know, good practice, good habits, yeah. good rhythms to be in. Um, one of the things, you know, as you're listening to podcasts here, you're maybe asking the question, maybe you're not, maybe it didn't even cross your mind, but <laughs> does mean that, uh, consider it will also be taking a sabbatical for a season. Sure. And so we'll be, uh, off the air over the summer, and, uh, but would invite your questions still. You can continue to submit them to, uh, uh our number 830-299-7505. And, uh, we'll just stockpile those questions and in God's timing, uh, next fall, we'll, re uh, uh re go with uh with the podcast and uh and hope to have just kind of a a, a treasure box of of great questions that uh, you continue to submit um in the in the sabbatical and and we'll come back to them if they're more immediate you know uh, then uh you'll have to ask your small group leader or pastor or somebody and and uh, and get the, some biblical insight onto it but uh if it can wait <laughs> Go ahead and submit it, and we'll uh, see if we can't consider it uh, come next fall. So, um, but we'll be uh, we'll, we'll miss you on air and uh, enjoy getting back to you uh, in God's timing. That's right. Thank you for joining us today on this new season of Consider It, a ministry of Redemption Bible Church in New Braunfels, Texas. We welcome your questions regarding life theology in the church. You can submit these questions by texting the word redemption and your question to 830-299-7505. To learn more about redemption, visit us online at redemption.bible. 
Thank you for listening. Our aim each episode is to be truthful and helpful to the glory of God. Join us next time on Consider.